on Before the Bestseller, we talk with our favorite authors about the books they wrote and the stories behind how those books made it big. I'm your host, Alex Straffy, and it's an absolute pleasure to have you here today. If you've been following along either with the newsletter or the podcast, you know that I have recently become obsessed with the tool of TikTok for promoting books. And so when a uh, a friend of mine, Colton Dubell, reached out uh, talking about the success of his TikTok. I knew I wanted to have him on the show. And that is to talk about the fact that he's about to break 100,000 followers within, uh, and it took him six months after 11 months of not going anywhere with his TikTok. And then all of a sudden he figured out some surprises, um, some some psychological biases, and approached his TikTok entirely different. And even goes against the usual advice of doing, you know, three videos a day, the consistency of that. Instead, he focuses on the quality, which is a really unique perspective. So really excited for Colton to walk us through his uh, his formula. And for those of you that are interested in drawing anime or manga, his, uh, you can find him at drawanimeacademy.com. Uh, and you can also find his book, which is... Um, Anime Academy, How to Draw Manga. So feel free to check that out. And we're so excited to have him on the show. Colton Dubell, thank you so much for taking the time to come on. Uh, I met you a, a while ago and you have a unique approach to the anime market, which is obviously a very hot educational market. And so we had been talking and then I found out that you've grown your TikTok to almost 100,000 followers. And that is something that right now, uh, you know, whether it's one of our previous guests, Joseph Nguyen, of don't believe everything you think. He is currently, I looked this morning, he's ranked like number 100 in all of Amazon. And he credits a lot of that success to TikTok. And so I am obsessed with finding out as much about TikTok as I can. Uh, so thank you for being willing to come on and share your secrets with us. Yep, thanks for inviting me on. And for those that don't know, it's about six months that Colton has spent growing this following to 100K. So it's not like he's been working on this for years. So clearly he's figured out something that works. But before we get into that, tell us a little bit more about Anime Academy, uh, how to draw uh, manga for those that are interested. You know, give us a little quick. Uh, how, how is your book different than others? Um, well, we focus on teaching foundation. So um, my wife and I have a professional background in design. I did uh, concept art for games for about six, seven years, um, hard surface background stuff, um, worked on a bunch of different projects from call of duty to guild wars to That's all so that. Yeah. So I went to, um, a couple of different design schools and, um, so did my wife. And we noticed that the, how to draw manga industry is very geared towards beginners. So we kind of noticed this gap in the market. There was really, really beginner focused content that was almost like step one, two, three, and they didn't really teach anything about drawing or design or foundation for art. And then there was this other market that was really, really professional where the books had like a very kind of high barrier to entry. And so our whole brand is about bridging the gap between those two markets where you have these really beginner content and then this really advanced content but there was very little in the middle especially for anime and manga drawing because there's a lot of people out there who want to write their own web comics write their own mangas but then all you can find is like how to draw a manga face step one two three <laughs> yeah so uh and we just noticed there was a huge demand we had previously 
built online courses through Udemy. And um, my wife did very well on Udemy with um, how to draw manga courses. She brought in about 100,000 students since 2019. I had background courses and have 24, 25,000 students. It's been a while since we checked. So that kind of kicked the whole thing off where we realized there was this demand. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, very unique to come in that way. You know, a lot of people lead with the book first. Yeah. And I know you've only sold 4,000 copies so far, um, which is when did you when did you turn around and say, let's focus on TikTok? Well, one of my friends had blown up on TikTok. We've actually been working on our TikTok for I don't know, about a year and a half now. Oh, okay. Um, we only blew up within the last six months, but for the first year, um, we really struggled to grow. So one of my friends blew up on TikTok. He was a buddy of mine and he got like 50,000 followers in the first six weeks. And he contacted me and he was just like, Hey, like I blew up on TikTok recently. You should think about taking advantage of it. Cause I know you run online courses and book and stuff. And it didn't work for us at all. We made content for basically 11 months straight, uh, like 75, 80 videos. Every single one of them was a complete flop. And we thought they were great videos, but they weren't. And um, it was about a, an entire year in when one of my, when one of us made the comment, like, why even upload this video? It's not going to do well either. And it was like, a clicking moment where we're just like, wait a second, we know this video is not going to do well. So that <laughs> means the video must be bad because if yeah. the video was good, then it would do well. <clears throat> okay. So that started the whole process of research and learning and books and lots of interviews, uh, watching interviews with like Mr. Beast and a lot of people who yeah. go viral online, okay. a lot of psychology, a lot of courses online as well. And our next video did over 400,000 views. <clears throat> what changed to go from uh, videos that were 75 to 80 flopping videos to the next video doing that many views? Um, I would say the biggest change was really considering the psychology of the viewer. Like everybody kind of has this mentality on TikTok that I've heard, which was upload three times a day, upload three times a day. Like yeah. you want to upload three times a day. And that works really well for them. We don't use that approach at all. We upload once a week or less. And yeah. I would say about a third to half of our videos will go viral and blow up. Um, we've hit I don't remember four videos that are hit a million views. And then we have one that's just about to hit a million. And then we have another one that'll hit a million in a couple of weeks. Um, our first video of 2024 has gotten over 200,000 views and it's been less than 24 hours. So we focus on quality versus quantity. I think that a lot of people who do TikTok they focus on putting out so much content and then every once in a while, one of their videos will blow up. Uh, maybe there's some secret strategy to that that I don't know about yet. I'm sure we're still doing a lot of stuff wrong. Um, we didn't even know we could get monetized on TikTok until we were already over like 60,000 followers. So, um, well, there's, and you know, also keeping in mind that 
everyone's audience is going to have different psychological needs, right? So what, you know, you said you focused on the psychology of your videos. What does that mean? So like, what were you looking at paying attention to, to create a video that would, that would work well from a psychological perspective? Yeah. So everybody's audience, every audience has different stories that are already running in their head right? Like our audience, they watch anime. They want to learn how to draw. They struggle with certain things. If you've ever studied any copywriting, um, I'm sure you have. It's, it's all about what are the problems that they want solved and how do I solve that problem, right? If, um, oh, what I, I read a book recently called building a story brand and he connected the hero's journey to a Donald, brand. Uh, Donald, Donald Miller, Donald Miller. Yeah. And he, I, I I forgot to say the the author. Um, and he connected the hero's journey to a brand or your social media in the way that I see it. And a lot of social media channels will position themselves in the position of the hero, and that's, in my opinion, not the right way to approach it. You position yourself as the mentor figure. Your viewer is the hero. It's all about the viewer. And then, as long as you have a good hook. Right. And then you, you hear all the usual stuff like, oh, make sure you have a great hook. Basically join the story in their head very early on. There's an, an author named Seth Godin and he wrote a book called All Marketers Are Liars. That was really good. He talked a lot about the story in the customer's head. And so uh, Charlie Munger's 25 cognitive biases as well. We try to sprinkle those throughout our videos a lot. They have uh, I, I made flashcards a while back of all these things and just kind of review them often. But, you know, like curiosity tendency, like humans are naturally curious or the Kantian fairness, which is people want fairness. If something is feels out of balance or unfair, it really triggers people or liking loving tendency. Uh, we use that one. Uh, if people are biased towards things that they already like, so we'll throw an existing anime character that they already like in the video as like a little side character, or we'll use them to teach something. And so it'll double or triple or quadruple the number of comments we get because we put sprinkle little things like that throughout our video in addition to making a good video in addition to having a high value per second so all of this stacks on top of the usual stuff that you do to make a good video it reminds me a lot of like radio stations you know back when those were a thing right um people would listen or the stations would whenever they would play a new song they'd play it between two two of the biggest hits because that way people would be like, you know, it's sandwiched in between two things that people like. So then they're more inclined to like the new song. So it reminds me of, uh, of that, what you did with your characters. So can you give me like, a, you know, another example of like, what is one of those videos that went viral and why did it go viral? Like, what did you focus on in that video? Um, I had heard from my brother. He was doing a lot of reading and stuff. He says social media is a game of epiphanies. So if you can give your viewers epiphanies, I thought the quote came from Alex Hermosi, but he actually said it was someone else. So I have no idea who the quote's attributed to, but 
um, we one of our first videos that went viral, it, it actually went viral all over the place. We found it on Pinterest recently. Someone had re-uploaded it, and it just had hundreds of comments and thousands oh, and thousands so, of likes. Like you wouldn't even be mad about it being stolen because it's like no, get, you know. it has our it has our handle too. Um, so if you download a video from TikTok, it has your at on the video, yeah. so people yeah. can still find you generally. But um, we taught how to draw clothing. And the video basically, right from the very first frame, you want a third grader to be able to understand what the video is. Um, and you learn a lot of this stuff. You watch like a like a Jenny Hoyos interview. She's like an 18-year-old who's gotten like 600 million views in the last year. Um, or a Mr. Beast video. Like follow all that stuff. But one of the videos that went popular, our, our very first, our biggest video, I think it has like 1.8 million views on TikTok. And it was about helping people draw clothes. And it basically started off three reasons you can't draw clothes. And we had this badly drawn shirt and we put a big red X over it. Very clear what the video is about. And we went, well, what epiphanies can we give people? Well, a lot of people don't know about tension and compression when drawing clothes. Like all the folds are caused by either compressing fabric or pulling on fabric. And so we pointed out some different spots on like where a shirt pulls, like the shoulders, a tension point or a compression point, like in the, in the arm when it bends. And so very early on in the video, people were going, oh my gosh, I've been drawing this whole time and I didn't know this. And then we just hammer them again with another point and we hammer them again with another point. And then we go, well, here's how to draw something like a, like a soft fabric hoodie versus something like a thin long sleeve shirt. And here's how the folds would differ between them. And so we just hit people with epiphany after epiphany in addition to a good hook, in addition to cutting out all of our breaths when we inhale, um, in addition to, um, keeping it like a fifth grade reading level or lower. Um, the only thing that we did was we promoted our book at the end of that video, but we forgot to show the cover. And my mom called <laughs> me and she was just like, I watched your video. You didn't show the cover in the video. And I'm like, oh, I forgot. So this leads into a great next question is, you know, and I've heard this from authors too, is they're like, okay, that's great. I've made a TikTok, but how do I get that TikTok to sell copies of my book? So um, what have you been focusing on for that? What have you learned from that? What are you experimenting with? Um, the funny thing is we haven't really been focusing that much on selling books from our TikTok. Um, we're really in, we're really in this for the long game. So we're not trying to, I mean, we've sold a lot of books from our TikTok. Don't get me wrong, but we're launching an online school, a self-paced online school in February. And then we have a live feedback version that we're going to be launching in April. Now the dates are of course subject to change depending on how things go. But um, the TikTok has really just been, we're trying to generate as much warm traffic and hot like audience as possible before all of this launches. So we get dozens of comments. Hey, I have your book. I love it. It's so great. It was the best Christmas present I got. Or, oh, my friend has your book. I'm definitely getting it now that I know it's you guys. But we have a link in our bio. And we'll mention our book at the end of our videos and stuff. But right now, um, 100,000 followers, it's just so few 
in my opinion. Um, we want to get to three, four hundred thousand by the end of the year, if possible. Just try and build that momentum up as much as possible. Once you, uh, I know you're going to hit that. Once you hit that, you want to come back. Uh, would you be down to come back on and, and talk about that journey again? Oh yeah, absolutely. Heck yeah. This is, yeah, this has just been so specifically helpful. Um, as people focus on TikTok, as we land the plane here, what other, you know, you mentioned like Charlie Munger's 25 biases. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe there's some others there that you didn't mention that you're leaning on heavily or like, you know, certain psychological, um, tools that you're using any any of the ones that come to mind that have worked really well for you so i know a lot of people hate him but i took a uh, course by a guy named ty lopez he has a <laughs> persuasion accelerator um it costs around a thousand dollars that was probably one of the biggest reasons that our social media blew up he had wow. a lot of very high level marketers on he taught a personality based system for um, injecting things that appeal to different personality types in your content. He uses a thing called the PACE system, P-A-S-E, and it stands for practical, action, social, and emotional. And they're basically four personality types. So like practical people are really focused on data, information, bullet points, numbers, action-based people. I'm an action-based person. They roughly will estimate value and they, if they think they'll get a return, they'll generally buy it. Um, they're very fast paced. They want to know how fast they'll get better. This is really important for like our landing page for our school. Uh, how fast am I going to get better? How, how much am I going to learn? Right. Um, when will I start seeing results? Social is they're more laid back. They're more interested in whether they like you or not. And then emotional, they're very concerned whether they're going to get scammed. They're very concerned whether they trust you. It goes deeper than that, but that's kind of the the basics of it. That's been huge. We we consider the pace system every time we make a video or content. We're just like, do we have bullet points? Do we have some numbers and data? Do we have social proof? Right. And we connect that back to like Charlie Munger's 25 cognitive biases. And it's like the authority bias or social proof or um what like uh availability misweighing. Um right. I would look those up and just yeah oh i'm going to yeah and share that yeah they're they're great um as far as my reading list there's a book called the science of storytelling it goes into the neuroscience behind like people's identities and stuff the author is will store um contagious by jonah berger that was a really good one got that um influence robert cialdini that one's very that one's a legendary book on like influence and persuasion and stuff yeah um, yeah. Anything, uh, where can people, uh, for those that are uh, listening, who are interested in, in drawing manga, uh, how can they get your book uh, and how can, yeah, how can they find it? How can they, if they're interested in the course, how can they get your course? So, um, you can go to our TikTok. our book link is in our bio. Um, you can just look up how to draw manga, or you can just look up Colton Dubell on Amazon. It'll, it'll come up. Um, and our, our website is drawanimeacademy.com. It's just a link straight to our landing page for our online school that launches in a couple of months. So it doesn't really have information too much on us and all that, but mm-hmm. drawanimeacademy.com. We'll link out yep. to that. Yeah, I, dude, this has been, I, I, thanks for being willing to come on and, uh, and share. It's always, 
you know, you either hear from the people who have made it or, you know, complete completely, or you've heard, you know, you're hearing from the people who are just getting started and trying to make it work. And you're, you know, you're in that journey where you're, you're hitting that, um, you know, the exponential growth part. And that's really fun to watch and, uh, and watch you on your journey. So really appreciate you coming on here to share what you yeah, know about you. TikTok with our audience. Yeah, thank you. It, it, I mean, there's just so much to learn. I feel like we just know nothing yet. I know there's just these really big, obvious mistakes that we're making that as soon as we realize it, it's just like, you know, we just slap our heads and go like, oh my gosh, we're so dumb or I'm so dumb. I could have <laughs> been, you know, it feels like every week we're just realizing this new big mistake, but I yeah. mean, you don't know what you don't know. So the more yeah. you learn is the better. What, what was, uh, what was the last big mistake you made? Oh, we never linked our, our Instagram on our TikTok. So we could have kind of passively been getting followers on our Instagram this whole time. I can't imagine we would have gotten hundreds or thousands. Um, we left a watermark from the editing app on our videos for like the first year on accident. Like our most viral video have like a little in shot down in the corner. There's just... We didn't know we could get monetized. We lost out on like thousands of dollars that we would have made from TikTok that we would have made anyways from videos we would have made anyways. The list goes on and on. But this is it's so helpful because, you know, you, you don't hear about all the mistakes that people make along the way. And people think they have to be perfect out of the gates when it's like you just need to get started. You know, you just need to be willing to make those mistakes. So, yeah, there's a lot of them. Get started early because the yeah. more mistakes you can make, the faster you'll get over them. <laughs> What a, what a great quote to, to end on there. Colton, thanks for taking the time. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I know there's many other things you could have been doing during this time, and I hope you found this episode incredibly useful for you and your journey. And if you did, or if you have any feedback, I would love to hear that in a review on Apple. That would be fantastic or anywhere else that you are listening to this show. So thank you. And if you're the type of listener that is also an author or looking to be an author soon, feel free to email me at alex at advancedamazonads.com. That's alex at advancedamazonads.com. And I'll add you to our weekly newsletter where I send out all of the best marketing tips I've ever heard from authors that I've had on this show and many of the authors that we work with. So I look forward to hearing from you if that's something you'd find useful. And either way, I look forward to having you back for our next episode.